On this episode of iFilmmaker, we are writing contracts and such. Hello and welcome back to another episode of iFilmmaker. My name is Ariel Martinez and we are traveling this week. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, it's which is where I do a lot, mo pretty much most in all of my posting, I am in California this week. I've been bouncing around from a couple different cities the past couple of days. I've been, I was in uh, Los Angeles doing a shoot there and these next two days I'm in San Francisco. And uh, it's been great. It's been, uh, this is actually the first time I'm in San Francisco. Um, not the first time I'm in California, but I really do think that San Francisco is currently my favorite city now. So that's pretty cool. I got to see the Golden Golden Gate Bridge. I, w I went all out there. It's crazy, packed with tourists, as which is pretty much what I am. And uh, I saw Alcatraz. That was pretty neat. Uh, and it's really, really cool. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, taking in the sights. I really like it when I'm able to go out and uh, and enjoy the city of where I'm traveling, especially if I haven't been there. So that's always pretty cool. And um, so, uh, which brings me actually to my next um, thing that I want to mention here is that unfortunately, because I've been traveling so much and I do have uh, much more trips coming up, I'm going to have to uh, take a break from the video posting on YouTube for these episodes because it's it's actually um i mean i already knew that it was going to be time consuming but lately uh work has been picking up so i'm gonna have to uh take a break from the video portion of this podcast i'm not going to be stopping the podcast at all by any means we're going to continue on you on itunes on soundcloud and on google play um and if you're on you know facebook i'll be posting all those links there as well but I'm going to have to cut back on the YouTube unless it's an episode that requires, you know, you guys to be seeing what I'm talking about. Then, yes, I'll post on YouTube, obviously, because it's it's important to what we're to the topic that we're, we're discussing. But for everything else, I'm going to have to just stick to uh, to audio only because it's a much easier workflow and whatnot. So uh, hopefully you guys are not too upset about that. But anyways, moving forward. Uh, Mr. McCoy is currently out of the country, and uh, he's also getting busy with work, which is always a good thing. It's always a good thing when we get busy with work. It's a good problem to have, so <clears throat> he's definitely going to be back with us soon. Um, so, yes, I'll be letting him know that you guys miss him as well. So, on this week's, on this episode, I do want to talk about a question that I've been getting uh I, I've gotten lately, and I think it's important that we we do discuss this. And we want to what what that question is is how I write my contracts. You guys have been asking um, how I lay out my contracts. How do I get those things done and get my my uh, my clients to sign them and agree to them and whatnot? So I kind of want to go over how I do that. My uh, you know how I put that together. Um, and uh, yeah, let's do it. So before I start this, I absolutely have to say, because when you're dealing with contracts and work and business and whatnot, it, you start going into a legal uh, into a legal realm in which I'm obviously in no way 100% solid on. So I just want to start by saying that everything that I say in this podcast about how I do my contracts and agreements, it's just simply the way that I do them 
I'm pretty sure that it has it could use a lot of tweaking um, by a you know a lawyer that you know that that knows their way around this uh, realm this scope of, of law but you know what I have is basically a, a a very general contract that I have laid out laid out and pretty much I just I just change it according to each uh, to each project and and you know, it, it just depends on the project that I'm giving, but more or less, it's pretty much always, always the same. So what I want to do is mention the the different uh, paragraphs that I add, that I uh, include in my contract. And really, I don't really call them contracts because, I don't know, I feel weird. Uh, the word contract feels so binding, and I don't want to make my client feel like they're in a bind when they're doing business with me. So I usually call them a production agreement. It's an agreement that I'm entering, that my client is entering with me and we're both entering into a mutual agreement I think that that's a nice softer way of putting it out laying it out uh, I call it a production agreement uh, but it's pretty much the same thing it's a contract it's a, an agreement that we're both signing and we're both agreeing to so uh, yeah so with that being said let's get right into it on how I lay out my contracts so for the first uh, paragraph I uh, I always start by uh, basically saying the purpose of this of this document is to establish an agreement between myself and I put I lay out my entire company name, which is Ariel Martinez Films, uh, comma LLC, and here and after referred to as the producer. I am the producer in this agreement, and then my client, the client, I I, I lay out their name in parentheses. It could be Burger King, it could be Tyant, whatever it is. I put their their full name in parentheses and I'll put in here and after referred to as the client and that's pretty much um, how I started off basically it that lays out the groundwork for the rest of the contract uh, basically meaning that as I continue anytime I say producer it refers to me anytime I I say client it refers to whoever the client is and um, and then the next one, the my next paragraph is it's really like a um, a uh, <clears throat> it's really like a one sentence type deal. And I just put uh, the producer offers to produce the project for the client in exchange for valuable consideration, which is specified in paragraph five below. And this is basically the 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 uh, the backbone, or I guess. Of the agreement this is pretty much what the agreement is and then we get into specifics and then I go in in paragraph paragraph 3 I put I'll put the project description this is where I want to get a uh, very specific uh, very specific in exactly what I'll be um, in it providing for my client and then this is exactly where I put the project description any any details that you think that are important to this project uh, you always want to add in there the, the the equipment that you're going to use, what you're going to deliver to the client, uh, you know, what time, you know, when you're going to deliver it, if 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 they need a specified time for you to deliver it, uh, how long the finished product is going to be, how many videos it's going to be, the uh, even going to like the exact codec and uh, and the the quality, you know, you either agree on 4K HD, whatever it is. You want to add it there. If you're gonna do video and pictures, you want to add it there. Um, the date of the uh, of the project or the the, uh, the production, you want to add it there. So this is the project description that you want to put in there. Um, 
And then on paragraph number four, I'll go into the client and I'll, I'll have the, you know, I'll state that the client has to uh, approve the written production budget that I, the producer, submit to them. So once they tell me what they need, we've described the description. Here's where I say, okay, the client is going to approve the amount that I give. Like when they ask for an estimate, my client is going to approve it. If they don't approve it, then it's a no-go, obviously. Uh, but this is basically saying that, yes, the client will approve uh, the, uh, the budget or the estimate that I, the producer, provide for them. They're going to say, yes, I can pay this amount or no, this is too much, whatever they want to do or they want to pay higher. It's up to them. I do have a sentence here where it says that my client can uh, choose to, to go higher than our previously approved budget but not lower. Um, they cannot go lower than what we approve because they cannot just up and decide that they can pay me less because that's not <laughs> they can always pay me more and we're cool with that but um, I don't uh, they you know they obviously can't just pay me less and not tell me about it beforehand before the agreement is done on paragraph number five this is where I refer to as uh, this is the paragraph that I referred to earlier I'll, I'll this is this is where I put my price this is where I put the uh, after my, my client has approved it has approved the price this is uh, has approved the estimate um, in this agreement I'll go ahead and put uh, this uh, the price of a, the the project that I'll be providing for my client it says uh, uh, the grand total of the production budget for the project approved by the client so you have to have all this stuff in writing uh, always remember always uh, reminding the reader that the client has approved this uh, just so that you're always saving yourself, you know, you, you keep yourself out of that trouble. Um, and then I put the full amount there, everything, everything, the full amount. And remember in the production description, also add, you know, the amount of revisions that you're willing to give the client. Um, for me, I've never had an issue with revisions. This is something where clients, oftentimes, they'll take advantage if you're not careful I haven't had an issue, and, and actually the very small issues that I have, you know, you have to speak up if you feel that your client is taking advantage of you with the amount of revisions that they're going with. I'm usually loose on on this kind of stuff. Um, if, you know, if my client wants me to change a few words around and whatnot, if they just can't decide what they want, you know, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. It doesn't affect me in any way, but if I feel that they're taking advantage and they're just trying to bite off more than what we had previously agreed on but purposely then I'll have to say something you know this is gonna have to be your last revision so make sure that you give me the changes that you really finally that you guys are done with you know you guys have to sit down together decide on what you want and let me know and I've had to say that maybe just a couple times not too much and it, it was you know my, my client was was cool about it they're very understanding and whatnot so uh, <clears throat> there's that um, but yeah, make sure that your revisions are included in there. So after I put the price that my client is going to pay me, uh, I give them a few different options on how they can pay me that. Uh, I usually uh, so option one is they could give me uh, a deposit, which is fifty uh, percent of the fifty uh, percent of the entire production before we start production, or they can pay the entire thing before we start production and that's pretty much it uh, I usually have a down payment before 
and I always, you know, I give them the option of paying me the, the, the first day of production, um, either a deposit or something, uh, just so that you're safe, just so that, you know, you don't waste your time because there have been a couple times where I've set a date aside for a client that hasn't paid me a deposit yet and I had to turn down other jobs for that date because I was already booked without a deposit and they just canceled the production and I didn't receive any money on a down payment which are usually non-refundable by the way um, and then I turned down that other job where I could have made money so you you have to like what I what I typically do and I know this is not part of the contract um, uh, and maybe you could just you could add it there we you could add a part where you, you don't uh, you you cannot let you know you can't verify you can't confirm your booking until you have a deposit and that's something that I also do with my clients as well I don't usually add it on the contract uh, but it's something that I mentioned to them um, you know the booking is not confirmed until I have a deposit because I cannot hold the date for you if if someone else is trying to uh, book me at the same day and they're willing to pay me already then unfortunately I'm gonna have to go with that because it's something that it's a sure thing so you you, you have to discern that for yourself for your business and whatnot and make that right decision so warranties this is paragraph number six all that was paragraph number five in terms of payment and and uh, and whatnot paragraph number six I have warranties my warranty states the producer which is me makes no warranties expressed or implied with respect to the project that is subject matter of this agreement, weather conditions of, or any, quote, acts of God, unquote, are not grounds to cancel the project. For example, uh, I live in Miami. I just had a big hurricane. Irma hit us really, really hard. I basically had to shut down shop for about a week and a half. Um, even though I was traveling when I came, you know, before I left, I had to I had to put my shutters up. I had to help my parents put my shutters up and some other friends and family help put their shutters up. Uh, we had to prepare for this hurricane. Um, I, and I, you know, what I had to stop everything that I was doing with my work and I had to just focus on that because that is definitely more important. And uh, my client cannot then say, well, you didn't deliver on time because you were doing that. That basically, in this, according to this contract, it says that they can't do that because... Uh, the, the weather like basically we had to protect ourselves you know we had to had to brace myself and I would say nine times out of ten you know 99 I, I, I even want to say let's say 98 just to be safe 98 percent of the time your clients are going to understand they're going to understand and as a, as a producer as as you know as a also a reasonable per, reasonable person myself if I know that my client absolutely needs that job to be done, and this is—you should take this upon yourself. If something—if you ever find yourself in this position, uh, I haven't yet, but if you ever find yourself in a position where you know for a fact you absolutely cannot get the job done because whatever the weather is just going to be bad, uh, you have to evacuate your house, whatever it is, but you know that your client needs that by a certain date, and you cannot do it. You should take it upon yourself to find somebody to help you do that. Find, do something. Either let your client know, uh, forward that project, or have some somebody finish it. That I think, in my opinion, that is something that is very valuable for a client to have in you. They're gonna know that they can trust you. They're gonna know that you care about their work. 
it is just my opinion. Uh, but I, 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 I recommend you take that route. But anyways, uh, so basically, you know, the warranty says that you cannot cancel the project if I encounter something like a hurricane that I just encountered. Uh, you know, I didn't have to use this, but obviously the, this is there to protect me in case that happens. Now, uh, it also says they can, however, delay the timeline of the completion of the project with no penalty resulting to either party. Again, same thing. Irma happened over here in Florida and Miami or over there because I'm in San Francisco right now. But I can say, okay, I'm not going to be able to deliver at this time, the time that we agreed on because of this hurricane. I'm going to have to deliver at a later date. And uh, there, and this basically says that I am allowed to do that for something such as a hurricane, and they cannot penalize me for that. So, uh, chapter seven. I'm sorry, not chapter seven. Paragraph seven says cancellations. This project may be canceled by the client at any time during uh, the process, in the middle of my editing, in the middle of the shooting, whatever they want to do, they're allowed to cancel it. But this will not result in a refund of any funds already paid to the producer. This is why you get a deposit. This is why you get deposit. You do not start a project without having a deposit. Why? Because if your client cancels it, they're not going to pay you. Believe me, they're not going to want to pay you even if you booked them already. Even if you already started shooting in the middle of the shoot, in the middle of one day, they can say, you know what, this is canceled, you know, whatever it is. They haven't paid you anything yet. You have to get a deposit before your project. So, uh, make sure that you protect yourself, and this is what th this is what uh, protects you as well. Cancellations—they're allowed to do that, um, and uh, you know I'm not I'm not obligated to give them a refund of whatever they already paid me. So it, all the funds that have been paid to me were earned at the time of payment. So that's basically what this says that it, it uh, protects me from that. There are no other agreements or uh, condicils relative to this project between uh between any other parties here to either verbally or in writing and this document constitutes the entirety of the agreement so basically no other document can basically uh cancel out this agreement or anything written here this agreement is basically exactly what we're agreeing on nothing more nothing less uh, and that's what that paragraph uh or sentence number eight uh, states so basically that that's pretty much it that's pretty much it that's my contract that's my agreement remember I call this a production agreement uh, it's a lot softer uh, uh, for my clients and whatnot I don't like to let my clients think that they're being bounded or they're obligated uh, by me or being in a bind so anyways this is my agreement this is my contract what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna have this uploaded you guys can go to uh, ifilmmakerpodcast.com and uh, I'm gonna have a copy of this there so you guys can check it out download it if you want to uh, and all I did really was I found uh, a contract online I, I revised it and and upon looking at other contracts I basically came to this this is this fits in one word document it's a one pager uh, very simple and then at the end, it just uh, it makes uh, both the producer, myself, and the client both sign and date it. And that's it. That's the agreement. And we're done. We're good to go. Uh, and uh, I hope this was helpful. Uh, it's really, you know, it's helpful for me to make sure that I'm protected. Again, I must remind you, I, you know, this can probably use some tweaking. It's not 100% solid. 
Do not think that with this you're fully, fully, fully protected. I don't think I, I don't plan or I don't foresee myself ever landing in a in a place where I see myself going to court and this document is gonna protect me, but you never know. It's always good to be safe. So this is what I use, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put this on iFilmmaker Podcast. You guys can uh, iFilmmakerPodcast.com. You guys can go over there, uh, check it out, uh, download it, whatever you want, and change things around. So I hope this will this was helpful for you guys. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions on this, let me know in the comments on i at uh, on the comments over there at iFilmmakerPodcast.com. If you have any more questions on any other episodes that you would like to see, uh, let me know on my website, uh, ifilmmakerpodcast.com. You can go to uh, the Facebook, uh, the ifilmmaker Facebook page. Uh, write, write me there, and uh, I'll try to get back to you guys uh, as soon as possible. Uh, anyways, I continue my travels here in San Francisco. It's been great. Uh, tomorrow, I have a very, uh, I have a later shoot, so I think I'm going to wake up early and, and go out and do some more. Uh, sightseeing get some more pictures and whatnot so I think that's gonna be some fun I have a very long flight on Tuesday to head back to Miami uh, which is at which point I have to do some more editing and and some more work so the hustle never stops the hustle never stops it always goes with me wherever I go uh, if you guys have any more questions let me know write me at on the Facebook page at I feel maker podcast and whatnot and on the Instagram and and all that good stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, and uh, oh, something I completely forgot to tell you. We are doing a giveaway. If you uh, follow me on social media, I we've partnered up with Pelican uh, with their new Pelican Air tr- uh, Trek Pack cases. They're pretty cool. I'm using them, and they're quite nice. They're nice. They're they're light, so I can move around better. I could actually fit more stuff in my case. Anyways, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, the rules of the, giveaway, of the giveaway is to follow at Film School and follow at Pelican Professional on Instagram. Repost the image and tag three of your friends. Use the hashtag uh, Pelican Pro uh, and uh, you'll be all automatically entered. This is going to last for one week, seven days. Next week, Monday, we'll be announcing the winner. And uh, yeah, that's going to be happening. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Don't miss your opportunity to probably win yourself a, uh, a Pelican Air case, uh, Trek, one of their new Trek Pack cases, which is pretty cool. They're very customizable and whatnot. So, so, anyways, I uh, hope you guys, I hope you guys were able to uh, get your questions answered with in terms of contracts and whatnot with this episode. And uh, we're on episode. This is episode number fifty-two, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty cool. So we're continuing to move. I definitely don't plan. Uh, to, to, to slow down uh, I do plan to to slow down on YouTube but like I said um, until further notice the audio is going to continue to come thank you guys for listening and I will catch you on the next one see ya